Go to audible.com for your free audiobook download. You know, Scott. Yes, Randy Orton? I think that's I, I sorry, I waited for you to say more. I'm I'm a, such a keen listener because I love Audible so much, so I'm 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 keen to listen. Wait a minute. Audible makes you a good listener. Listener? Li- yeah. No, uh, Randy Orton, Audible makes me a great listener. Scott, I <laughs> love listening. Do you? you I <laughs> love listening. You listen I <laughs> love sound you tend to listen a lot while you speak i love well randy the great part is you can get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network i <laughs> love it well good because it's free you get a free audiobook so there's over a hundred thousand titles to choose from over uh-oh uh <laughs> Uh, don't don't number all. Dr- d- <laughs> fast. Yeah, yep. Hundred thousand. I yep. Oh, love it. That's great. You can listen to them on the road with all your buddies. You can listen to it on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. Thanks, curtain jerks. You're welcome, Randy. Thanks, <laughs> Jesus. Curtain jerks. You're welcome. Welcome to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And that is still our new kick-ass theme song. I'm not letting it go. Don't. Why would you ever let it go? It's a great song. It's a great tune. It's a great beat. It's a great riff. It's a great riff-raff. It's a March bit of a... to it, because it's March. Yeah. Uh, how, how could a person get a hold of this tune, Scott? Uh, by listening to our podcast, Steve. Up top. Ba-bam! Fireworks. It's called The Reactor. It's made by our friend uh, Mike Constantini. You should check out his podcast, The Fort Podcast, on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Hilarious podcast. Ed Galvez, uh, Mike Constantini, as I said, Kevin Ford. Great stuff. But on to our podcast currently that you're listening to, Curtain Jerks Comedy business, Wrestling Podcast. Business at hand. This is business. This is biznass. Yeah, biznasty. This is biz disnasty. Disnasty. You're well, welcome to WrestleMania country. Yeah. Hi, welcome to WrestleMania Country. We're going to sit right here with our banjo and The Undertaker today. Yeah. Uh, get ready for some betrayal and some chair shots. Oh, man. Yeah, we got WrestleMania coming out, but more importantly, what just happened, what just went down, lockdown. So I guess we're going to be taking a stop in Lockdown County. Yeah, Lockdown County right on the way to WrestleMania Country. Yeah, get ready for it. Or enjoy it. Enjoy your stay. <laughs> I certainly did. I know I did. This is a great pay-per-view. It yeah it was it took a little bit for me to get going into it I did like uh, right off the bat Kenny King nearly killed himself and then gets up like I have to keep wrestling my match yeah this like Kenny be dead for a while you earned it buddy isn't one of the major criticisms of the X division that it's just spot 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 yeah spot, it used to be really back in the day with your amazing Reds and your Chris Sabins and all that and then it slowed down a bit. A little bit of pacing instead of a little bit less pacemakers. Yeah, a little bit of selling as opposed to buying new hips. Yeah, uh, 
King was doing a he was doing trying to do a, a back. Splash or something? Yeah, off like of Remo Iron. What? Was <laughs> Remo Ryan. Remo Ryan. He was using Zima Ion as a diving board. Remo Iron. That is literally what I just tried to say. I I fucked that up, Scott. I was trying to say Zima Ion. I said Remo Iron. Hey, at least I'm not the one doing all the verbal fuck ups this time. Hey, don't worry. That's why we did our vocal warm ups today. Remo Ryan. Remo Ryan. <laughs> well, he Kenny King is on Zima Ion like a diving board. And then going to do this backflip into a pool that is uh, almost like a like a belly flop. Like he wasn't doing a full rotation. He wasn't a full backflip. Yeah, it was more of just sort of like a. It's like a like the spinning sort of shoulder throw that I think Jeff Hardy used to do when he was in the Hardy Boys. Like the sort of run and then spin and then hit somebody with your shoulder. Yeah, um, that is the sort of maneuver he's going for. Yeah, and, and that's also the how they, pool yeah. was supposed to be Christian York. Except the pool that he's diving into that he lost all balance and he slipped on, that was Zima Ion, the pool ended up being the metal barricade that was on the outside. Nothing but railing. Nothing but railing. And hit it, instead of a belly flop, it was a neck flop. It was Yeah, it was neck and shoulders, wasn't it? It just looked yeah, brutal. Just, just, he turned into a comma. Yeah, he just he hit the ground. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. He's like, oh, but get up in the next spot, bro. Come oh, yeah. on. And then it was literally 30, less than 30 seconds was the next spot. And yeah. they were all jumping around he and doing it. He gets up for that. And then he gets up for the next thing. It's like, just play, just be dead. You, We know you're hurt. I know this, you shit your pants a little bit on you, that one. You brought up this point that you thought that if there was something that's that crucial, you think, assume someone like a referee would just say, hey, why don't you just step this one out and let those two guys uh, yeah. play fight for a little Audible. while. Audible. Let's call an audible, not just the sponsor of this podcast currently, which has got great deals. Uh, but let's your book for you. Yeah, uh, but let's 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 take all those little spots, take all the little jumpy things that you had. Let's put those to the side. You play dead for about ten minutes, and then you come in towards the end and take the victory. Yeah, just breathe it out, bro. These breathe two guys it. will wrestle. Yeah, they can wrestle each other. You be the snake, and you get your belt back. But they killed it. They kept going, and they, they tried to kill. They Kenny literally King. tried to kill himself. He really kept going. But yes, it, it was a snowball pay per view. It, it it built as it went. I was a little uh, underwhelmed for a little bit. God, Joey Ryan's gross. He is super gross. I, you know, I could see you getting distracted as you were talking about it. Because uh, I'm thinking, what happened in the beginning? What happened in the beginning? Oh God, Joey Ryan's just a disgusting person. It was. He's funny. God, was he's it great. very funny. It's but, like ugh. It, it's like a, it's like watching a horror film. Like when he's like legalized sleaze or like that just sleazy character. He takes it so far and just rubbing the baby oil in people's face that he just collects off of himself. Yeah, I, 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 a lot of us have seen him on Impact and stuff like that, but to see him on a pay per view match where he has time to do all this stuff, it's really horrifying. He's great live. He's really great live. But it's very horrifying, this version of what he's doing. He's taking it to a new level that I'm really digging. It's pro it's probably like the, the reaction now is like what Goldust was back in the Attitude Era, where it's just like, oh, man. Oh, that's not good. This changes everything I think about everything, and I'm not sure what I think about it now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty gross. Um, so him Would versus you say that it left a bad taste in your mouth? Oh, I would say that I saw men... And I didn't want any more semen. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, that was great. That, was um, that yeah, I guess you could say that joke snowballed like the pay per view. Oh man, come. Um, oh, well, him, wait, and, should, him we, and Joseph we, Park. We don't have like a, a explicit advisory, do we? Oh yeah, we do. Is it on the iTunes? I, have you heard this show? <laughs> 
I'm deaf. <laughs> I've been reading your lips these years. Uh, I move your, I keep your mics in the way. Oh, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> fuck shit ass. Fuck, fuck shit ass. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was Joey Ryan versus Joseph Park. It was good. It was like a good, uh, fun house show match. And there were some other good, good matches here and there. And our prediction, my predictions that you, you piggybacked on. You're welcome. I was, I al- mean, thank you. <laughs> I was almost entirely right with all of them. Uh, as were you. Um, we got the West Briscoe Kurt Angle thing wrong. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Ace and Ace, of course, they're going to go in and help the guy. Yeah. That's fine. Whatever. It was good. Um, I actually, uh, even though we had talked about there was that big five on five aces and eights versus lethal TNA, lockdown, the lethal lockdown match. Yes. Completely forgot about it. And then I saw it and I was like, Hey, I'm pretty excited about this. Don't know how the rules work. I did not understand. <laughs> and it was like, there's something very strange about having a cage, which is this idea that people can't leave except there's a door that easily opens or shuts yes. and people can enter or leave. And there's at, no roof. Yes. Yeah, seemingly at will. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. I'm surprised they didn't have guys just parachute in or have them like shot like a, in with a tube from, you know, the Costco like a catapult. No, like uh, <laughs> when they take receipts and they put them in those tubes at Costco. Oh, like the banking tubes. Yeah. The banking tubes. <laughs> Thump. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like in Tommy was. Boy when uh uh, uh Rob Lowe gets his yeah, uh, shirt his shirt cut in there yeah, and yeah. gets ripped off of him. Handsome man. <laughs> you you strive to be Rob Lowe. It's clear. I don't want to do the whole sex tape thing, but I think I he did. had a sex tape. Yeah, there was a big thing in the late '80s, early '90s where he was like he was like I think she was underage. I'm not really sure. And then well, she's was, not anymore. What's the big deal? There was a big resurgence, and like he sang at the Oscars, and that was kind of his big comeback. But it was like oh. notoriously panned as the worst singing at the Oscars. There's something on Zergnet about it, guys. Zergnet, yeah, king of the pop-ups. I don't know. Zergnet isn't that isn't Zerg from Toy Story? Isn't that the? <laughs> it's also from Starcraft, I think. Oh, all right. Uh, well, way to go, nerds, just using Zerg over and over. Uh, Scott, it's me. Oh. <laughs> I'm the nerd. Oh, I apologize. I should also mention, by the way, we're talking about lockdown. I forgot to mention, uh, coming up in the show, we're going to reveal who the uh, Curtain Jerks GM is. The votes are in. It's been tallied. We have we have that for you. That's going to come up in a little bit, but back to and lockdown. I already feel like things are moving a little bit smoother around here. Because they are. I got I got more paperwork in front of me. I got, I got like, everything's in order. So got your I'm, info. Yeah, I'm, I don't know who's doing this yet because they wanted to keep it, you know, secret, but I guess they will reveal themselves. Much like the leader of Aces and Eights revealed themselves. Spoiler alert. Well, I didn't say anything yet. I know. That's why I was saying spoiler alert. Hey. I was saying it the we way. We spend our $40. We can spoil it however we want. I know, but I, but what I'm saying is I use spoiler alert the way you're supposed to do it. Oh, Instead I see. of you just saying it and then me saying spoiler alert afterwards. Oh, like we usually do. Yeah, which would just be more like spoiler slap in the face. Okay. I, you know, Hey. What's the statute of limitations on this? Oh, it's it's out there. It's on the internet. It's you should know. Hey, if you're if you're waiting, if you have it recorded, and you're still like, oh, I can't watch it yet, but yet I'm listening to this podcast. I understand that we have the leader of Aces back. and Eights here tonight. We do. Yeah, actually. Well, in one of our notorious nighttime recordings. Are you serious? Yeah, that's the he, that's the only way he'd agree to come is if it was a night. Oh shit! All right. Oh, I didn't know this. I thought I was just gonna put put it out there right now. But well, what a better way to reveal it. So. 
Uh, uh, do you want me to bring him in? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope the posse isn't here. I hope the rest of the club isn't here. because Good, because I don't want to take a hammer to the back. Cause you, you know or, what? The, or either of my hands. Yeah, I, I think a hammer to the back might kill me or paralyze me rather than just put me out for a week of action. Yeah, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter where you get hit. If you get hit anywhere with a hammer and you're not facing it, I don't think it's going to be fun or exciting for anybody. All right, well... Uh, Listeners, I'm very excited. We're very excited to bring to you the leader of Aces and Eights. Come on in. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Um, wait a Earl? Earl Hebner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a little thrown here, Earl. Uh, is the leader of Aces and Eights here with you? Yeah, I'm right here. I'm the leader of Aces and Eights. I'm the president. <laughs> Can you please say that sentence one more time, Earl? The leader of Aces Action here. I'm president. Can you include I'm your name? I'm the president. You're I'm the president. Uh, Hepner. I'm the president of Hepner. Earl. I don't time for this shit, guys. I have most side club to run. And TNA run to the ground. Earl, you've you've cut up your referee shirt into a vest. That's you've, right. You've you've taken the striped black and white shirt. And you've cut off the sleeves, and you cut out the middle. There's no buttons, and you wrote aces and eights on it. TNA World Heavyweight Champion. And you have a paper championship, and also where it's supposed to say nomads, it says no space mad. Yeah, how you how do you how you like me now? I'm always a fan, Earl, but I gotta question something. I. I know you were the referee of the Bully Ray Jeff Hardy match, but uh, I got a question. You're not the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, and you're not the president of Aces and Eights. They didn't seem to acknowledge you at all. The focus okay, seemed to be on okay, somebody else. Okay, I, you know what, guys? I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to play mind games with me now that I've got all this newfound power. But not only am I the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. And the re new revealed president of Aces and Eights. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I'm also married to the hottest woman in TNA history. Right here. Say hello, book. <laughs> You've drawn on the back of your paper championship a naked picture. Not a flattering one either. A, a, uh, a perhaps pregnant Brooke Hogan? She's a bit on the heftier side. She's an earth goddess. <laughs> Or, yeah, hey, but hey, baby. You know what? You? It also looks like the body that you drew could be the face of a camel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> looks like a All right. Okay, Scott, why don't you back off before I bring down the whole Aces and Ace Club in here? I was there at Lethal Walkdown, and I saw that match, and nobody said I could do anything, and I was almost falling into the background. But here I am, a leader of Aces and Ace, and who's going to dispute me? Who, in fact, is going to even know? That I'm here right now. I, well, I'll dispute you. You're you're not the Who's guy. Who's gonna know that I'm not in my motel somewhere, waiting, falling asleep to the next TNA event? <laughs> Nobody knows I'm here, Scott. How can anybody know that I'm not b b b banging Book Hogan <laughs> and having a w w w TNA World Heavyweight Heavyweight Bamp that keeps my pants up, and then also having this mask and this leather vest that keeps me the strongest, baddest guy all around. So who's gonna know I'm here? Who's gonna dispute it, Squat? Well, who's your father-in-law? Oh my God, Hulk Hogan! <laughs> no, no, uh, 
Hulk Hogan, is that your father-in-law? Hulk Hogan's my father-in-law. No, he's not, Earl. Finally, my chance to have an undisputed title, Wayne. No, Earl, you're not the guy. It's Bully Ray. It's Bully Ray. Oh, the guy. spoiler alert. <laughs> no, no, it's spoiler not. Alert. You counted the three. Spoiler alert. Bully Ray covered Jeff Hardy. You counted three on the mat. You you seem to somehow think that you're screwing everybody over, but you you did like you you helped Bully Ray win. I guess I did screw one person over. Me. I guess I screwed Earl Hapner over. Can I have my belt back? Sure. You, please, please? Yeah. Can I please have my belt back? Yeah. I was, you keep saying that, but you don't hand it to me. I was looking you at can, the picture of the camel or possibly Brooke Hogan's you're pregnant You're holding them both body. over my head. I can't, I can't get them. You want it? Yes. You want it? Yes. You want it? Yes. You want it? Give me Brooke and give me the World Heavyweight Championship. Who's your daddy? Hulk Hogan. No. Who's Hulk, your daddy? Hulk Hogan. Who's your daddy? D-Lo Brown. Yeah, that's right. Here you go, Earl. Thanks for having me. All right. Now go outside. Go get some vitamin D. <laughs> No, hey, don't hiss at me. Spray you with the spray bottle. Man, that guy gets smaller every time I see him. He does get smaller. He gets more raisiny. We were talking about this earlier about would you wear the leather vest, the aces and aces. No, 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 no. That's no, not what I'm, we're talking about. I'm asking you because you asked me if I'd wear the aces and aces. Leather I think vest the at fans, the fa- our, our listeners, you jerks out there have seen pictures of Steve and I. And I, the, what I said, this is what I wanted to happen. I want. The, this is what I really want to happen. I want the second thing to happen. I want Steve and I to go to an event where we know TNA is, go to the hotel where we know that they're staying, and dress Steve up in Aces and Eights gear, like Garrett Bischoff, get the tattoos on him and everything the like that. The awkward, weird, like, wrist forearm tattoos. Yeah, all that stuff. And then uh, slick the hair and do all that, and then have you act like Garrett Bischoff outside and claim to be Eric Bischoff and say that you'll take autographs and pictures with everybody. The only reason I think I could get away with it is because you told me to say, I'm Garrett Bischoff and I'll sign your autographs, which <laughs> is what I assume that's the only way people would uh, want autographs from him because they wouldn't know who he was otherwise. Because they'll claim it like, oh, I guess we can get pictures and autographs with the Garrett Bischoff. The Garrett Bischoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Garrett Bischoff. Now open for autograph business. Are you charging? No. 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 Should uh, I? Yeah. Why don't you just throw a pen at me and I'll put my arms out and you can decide where I'm going to get my next awkward tattoo. <laughs> I think it'd work. Yeah. I think if I would be open to it. This could be a side business. Totally. I think. You know what would be great is having Garrett Bischoff then approach us later and be like, what's the deal, bro? <laughs> And uh, then I and then I'd say I'm Garrett it's Bischoff. Like, oh, thanks for knowing who we are, Garrett yeah. Bischoff. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say you want an autograph, Garrett Bischoff, and he'd be like, Yeah, I hear Garrett Bischoff's great. Doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know who he is. Yeah, he's still trying to find out. He's finding himself. Yeah, he's finding himself. Just give him the time and a little bit of sunshine. Well, the and the, the main event happened. It was it was a cool main event, right? Of lockdown of Bully Ray and Jeff Hardy. I, I mean, I saw it play out the way it was going to play out, but I still enjoyed it. It was a good match. It was really good, and I liked how it turned into a bit more of an adventure when uh, Aces and Eight showed up, like the, when Devon pulling that hammer out of his well, pants, having that, a little bit of trouble that, with that. Uh, when uh, Briscoe and Bischoff both showed up, and they sort of teamed up against. Uh, Bully Ray and Jeff yes. Hardy teamed up against him, so there was a little bit more of like, oh, yeah, they're both good guys, right? Yeah, they're in on this together, and it's all going to be good, right? And then it went back to this fight, right? Yeah. And then Aces and Ace showed up at en masse. What I thought was going to happen, because I couldn't remember if part of the rules with uh, the winning the championship was if 
if the any of the challengers stepped out of the cage, they would win the belt. Oh, yeah. So when Bully's like, Jeff, open the door, open the door. And then he throws them both out of the cage. And then he was going to walk out like, yeah, and you stay out. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> You're a winner and new champion. Oh, uh oh. Oh, come on. What a lame ending. Greatest cage match ever yeah. of lockdown. Well, then we'd also we were also kind of talking like, where was everybody else at this point? Like, we had just saw the five-on-five five lethal lockdown match. And then it was just Hardy and Bully Ray, and then all of Aces and Eights. Yeah. Even more so than the and five, Ho- right? And the Hogans, and, you know, that was it. No no other backup. No other help. So it was... Woo, baby! Yeah! What the... Team TNA! Yeah! Scott Davis, Steve Steve, a pop the champagne, baby! Yeah! Uh, it's Joker's thing. Joker Sting's back. Hey, guys, how are you? Woo! Did you see Lockdown? Woo-hoo! We, yeah. we did, yeah. Uh, c- congratulations on your lethal lockdown match. Thank you. We're still celebrating. Woo! Yeah, you know when you're going to have a good time, you got to have yourself a good time. Yeah! I'm uh, Sting, I'm, I'm a little confused. You're, you're still celebrating. Yes, you can trust me that I trust you, and I trust all the team members of Team TNA to win. And then when we win, it's to party. Yeah, baby. Let me ask you this. Uh, Who have you been partying with? Oh, man, I've been partying with, uh, wow, Kurt Angle. Man, I've been partying it up with uh, Magnus. I've been partying it up with uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, he was there. He ate an entire cake. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Can I ask you this? Was Jeff Hardy there partying with you at all? No, no, man. Why do you think that is? Oh, he's a charismatic enigma. He's always going out. It's probably on assignment for you guys. I got to tell you this thing. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming you didn't watch the rest of the show. No, man. We were out of there. Lickety split. The rest of Texas <laughs> was the rest of us, if you know what I'm saying. I we don't. went out and we painted the town and then we painted it back and then we painted it a different color. I had a beer. <laughs> well, Jeff Hardy lost. What? Jeff Hardy lost the title because Aces and Aces came out and beat him to a pulp. Sweet Steve Borden. Why would anybody do that to him? <laughs> uh, well, it was Bully Ray. Bully Ray revealed himself to be the president of Aces and Aces, and you guys weren't there to back him up. Hot damn, kiss my grits. Are you serious? <laughs> Where the fuck were you, Sting? We were partying in Texas. Yeah, you dropped the ball. You left your boy out there. You left your fellow guy who paints his face. No, 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 no. Team TNA won that night. We won that night, and we went straight to the hotel bar, and I had a beer. Yeah, well, okay, but, you know, your fellow brother who paints his face, Jeff Hardy... Got was left all alone. No, 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 no. Kurt Angle is still there. Kurt Angle is still there. I know that Kurt Angle. He said, "I'm gonna stay at the arena." He said, "I want to. I want to have some of that lobster and craft service." He didn't help. I know he did. He didn't help. He didn't. He didn't help. You said, "Hey, you just said a minute ago he was with you partying." What? Yeah, and then you also said some Samoa Joey ate a whole cake. Samoa Joe ate an entire cake. What was Eric? Yeah, baby. What did Eric Young do? What? Eric Young? Which one's that? The guy that won the match for you. He did the the flying elbow off the top of the cage. Ah, spectacular oh, elbow. Scott, Scott, I got to be a little bit careful because you know when the stinger's involved, I eat cake and I have a beer and sometimes my mind gets a little hazy. And it plays tricks on me. So, but we went out and we partied because we won the lethal lockdown match. So you had two cakes? What? 
You said Samoa Joey ate a cake. No, no, no. Look, there was look, another look. cake of available? Course there was two. What is this? Die Hard 3? There's a plate with cake on it. And then there's individual slices of cake. Samoa Joe ate an entire cake. And after I ate a slice of cake, he went to me and he gave me the Samoa machine, submission machine. <laughs> and he got the cake out of my mouth and ate that cake from me. Oh, baby, what a night it was. Winners, champions, Team TNA. No, uh, no, no. Uh, th yes, that team won, but Jeff Hardy, the world title's lost. It's now in aces and eights. Did you just hear my stomach grumble? I, yeah, I assume you want some cake. I do. <laughs> I because that's the only way I can deal with this defeat now. We have congratulations to our new general manager, Cake. Oh, you took all the lettering off. Can't even tell if I'm wearing gloves anymore. What does that mean? You know exactly what it means. I'm Sting. <laughs> okay, Sting. Well, I'll get to the bottom of this. Thursday nights on Spike TV. <laughs> well, all right. I think people know when your show is. <laughs> Seven, six o'clock central. That's not right. <laughs> Spike Lee still have that uh, lawsuit against us? Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, does he? Did I don't he have... know. Oh, I don't do know. Do we still have tractor pulls on this channel? <laughs> I'm sure you ah! do. <laughs> All right, go get your Not bird. Now. Go get your go feed your bird some cakes thing. Thank you. We have more show to do. And I've got a lot of coping to do. All right, well, thanks for joining us, Sting. Man, Scott, you are really just breaking the news to people left and right today. It seems like these TNA wrestlers don't know what's going on, except for Dixie Carter, who has clarified recently that that TNA wrestling TNA wrestling is indeed TNA wrestling. Uh, the people were asking her, you know, cor you know, like the corporate name, what's going on, that you're TNA wrestling or you're Impact Wrestling or what are you? They are indeed TNA wrestling. They're not changing the name. The show that they have is merely Impact Wrestling as though it's a Raw or a SmackDown. Instead of a TNA Impact Wrestling. Yeah, it's TNA. So it's like it's like WWE Monday Night Raw. Yeah. TNA, TNA Impact, Impact wrestling. wrestling. So much confusion so for a very long, long time. time. TNA... Yeah. President Dixie Carter, Carter has cleared okay, everything up. up. Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. So there you go. No more. Uh, no more confusion on that front, huh? I didn't know there was. Was there confusion? I guess I was confused. I just didn't want See? to ask about it. You were confused. I didn't feel like asking. Clarified. Yeah, incredibly. Dixie Carter, what a wonderful lady. She'd be a fun gal to get a lobster dinner with. Yeah, exactly. Be locked in a cage, have a lobster dinner. What did the cage have to do with it? Lockdown, baby. Yeah, it's a great pay-per-view. Yeah, with me and Dixie Carter in a cage getting a meal with ODB there. Imagine you guys having quite the double date. Oh, quite a double date. We talk about Tennessee some. Have you been to Tennessee? I lived in Tennessee for a period of time. What part of the Tennessee? Memphis. Oh, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, Jerry Lawler is king there. King. <laughs> uh, also... We were talking about WrestleMania a little bit. I think it's worth uh, mentioning because WrestleMania, the buildup keeps happening. All these all these cool things keep happening. Something that I've noticed, this is the Re WrestleMania where managers are in full force. Think about it. You got Zeb Coulter, mm -hmm. male manager, who's going in there with Jack Swagger, uh -huh. who's making that feud interesting. Trying to. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, that's a good way of putting it. Paul Heyman, he's doing double duty. He's with Punk. And with Lesnar. For Undertaker mm -hmm. and Lesnar for Triple H. So he's cutting awesome promos left and right. I like, like that he's fueling that. I like that he shows up separately. That yes. they never cross the worlds. And I feel like they're always sort of saving that. I hope he does double on the night, though. Yeah, he should. Um, 
And then, in in a odd way, that played out in this last Monday Night Raw. Paul Bearer is playing a significant role still. And he, I imagine him playing that role all the way into Mania. Yeah, I think that's really cool that it's acknowledging his passing and uh, being very respectful, having the heel, you know, like, what's the quote that he said that, uh, I, feel, I feel sorry for your loss. At WrestleMania, yeah. that Punk says. yeah, And then with the urn and that he's disrespecting people with the urn and hitting them with it and it's fueling Undertaker's rage because... You know, he's going to take everything away from The Undertaker. It's still fueling it. It's still honoring his memory. It's still wrestling related. And they're they're not just not acknowledging everything that's been established. They're still going with it, but in a respectful, uh, story-driven way. It seems, I mean, not to get too deep about it, but the whole, like, if you're in a wrestling match, it's all about making your partner look good. Mm -hmm. Like, selling... And, you know, selling moves. And then the whole idea of a manager is sort of a, a person who isn't a wrestler who makes a wrestler look good outside of the ring. Being the mouthpiece or the sort of the extra audience member, sort of telling a story, being a narrator themselves. And it's funny that you have someone who's passed away, but they're still managing to make an impact, like just like you described. Mm -hmm. And so you have managers that are helping people out. It's funny because Punk doesn't necessarily need a manager, but with a manager, he becomes even that much greater. Yes. The legacy is more hated and more heinous. Yeah. So much more heinous. So it's weird. It's almost like the super like performers uh, protecting each other. WrestleMania, like in a sort of a theater way, it's very sort of uh, complimentary, not complimentary, uh, cooperative. Accentuates it. Yes. Like, like a fine cheese with a fine <laughs> bit of salami. <laughs> that salami we had earlier had, Let's clarify. Yeah, had, we were actually eating salami. We yeah. weren't talking about other dicks or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but there was know. grass clippings all on actual the side salami. Yeah, yeah, that was weird salami. It was good, but it was grass. The clippings. cheese was good. Parmesan. No, it was the Devolian. Yeah, it's a Parmesan. Dimal Dimal Dacus. Regardless, I'm sure we'll enjoy it when we have it again at WrestleMania. Well, when we, we watch, we're gonna have fine cheeses at WrestleMania. <laughs> when do we not have fine cheeses at WrestleMania? Uh, ever. Oh, we did have nacho cheese Doritos at one time. Fine cheese. Fine cheese. The finest of cheeses, sir. I asked last week about the Marine 3. I asked our listeners about the Marine 3 starring Mike the Miz Mizanananananan if they were at all interested. If they cared. Is it only available on Blu-ray? And DVD. Okay. Uh, possibly iTunes as well. I was about to say, they should have just released it on VHS and really saved themselves the money. <laughs> Yes, they should have. So I asked, are you interested? What's going on? Like, are you curious? Are you going to buy it? Anything? No one mentioned anything about buying it. No one acknowledged that question. That was out. I asked, are you interested? Do you want to watch it? Here's some of the responses I got. Uh, Grassberry3, Grassberry73 said, was going to see Marine 3, but chose to go to the proctologist instead. Wow. Uh, Face Carlton said, did it win a Razzie? Love Ginger said, no. <laughs> wow, not even a Razzie. Aaron said, I did not and have no plans to do so unless it's a real bad night and I'm all out of NyQuil. So, so far, no one seems to be excited about the Marine 3. And I've had a couple uh, replies of saying, like, well, then you guys need to watch it. It's on us. I was about to say, Scott, I feel like the gauntlet has been thrown down that we should watch the Marine 3 for this next episode. I think we have to do a Marinathon. Oh, I think that's good what's God. fair. Really? Have, yeah. 
we can't just watch three. We have to do all of them. We have to do, we have to do the legacy of the Marine. Can we start with three and then do two and then do one? <laughs> no way, man. We, we can't go backwards. Uh, uh-uh, uh, we gotta go forwards. They like they dropped superstars each time. Oh yeah, they dropped big time. <laughs> oh man. So I guess expect that in the future here, the Marinathon. Good God. All right, you're. You know what? You're welcome, Internet. That's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you better like this, Internet, or you can go fuck yourselves, because we had to watch the, the Miz and Ted DiBiase starring in a movie. That I sounds dreadful. I wish it was dreadful. together. It should have been them playing Aryan Brothers or something. Going up against <laughs> Aryan our, Brothers? Yeah, it should have been them going up against uh, R-Truth and uh, Darren Young, and it could have been like a sweet, like, southern... Higher learning, too. Jesus Christ. The Wrestling Squad. Uh, it's time for Jerk Tweets. Every week, go to, uh, what is it, Twitter? Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. Or as Impact and a TNA says, social networking. Yeah. They don't say Twitter. They don't say Facebook. They say my social media sites. Yes, please uh, please interface in our social networking interfaces. Don't forget your knowledge tubes. Uh, we have to thank Cardi 98 of course, for uh, sending this tremendous remix Brock Lesnar theme that we had joked about last week. It's the Brock Lesnar theme, but instead of that, that it's, it's slaughtered pig noises. I'm surprised. Like, I never had my nightmares realized so much, but also my dreams. And too. quickly? Yeah, it was really, I'm astonished. Thank you very much. I really I, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that was a great perk to the day. Uh, Sam Alba says, it's obvious that Fandango has cut some rug in his day. If you guys could have or do have an original finishing dance move that leaves the crowd in complete awe, what would it be or is it called? It would also be interesting to know who the better dancer is, Scott Narver or Steve Sears. It's weird that people know our names. <laughs> we tend to say them. Yeah, I forget. And it's written down. But you know, like when you go out and like you you meet people, actually you immediately know people. I know names. when I go out on the town and I'm trying to enjoy my night and it's very upsetting because Garrett Bischoff comes up to me <laughs> and he's all, hey, Scott Narver. Hey, hey, where's Steve Sears? Don't you guys hang out together all the time? And you just You want to be Mr. Anderson? <laughs> and you just blank. And I just go, oh, God. Who is this slick back guy? Some Italian mobsters trying to talk to me. Steve, stop playing drugs up no one wants to be garrett bischoff <laughs> well it's because it's funny because we'll meet people and i have to ask you what their names are because i'll be like yeah of course that's your name and i'll it's say true. It. we've toured places we've gone to other places doing our, our improv show bro squad five and i'll say people's name back to them when they tell it to me to remember it and then that doesn't work for it. shit by saying it back to them i i literally ensure that i erase it yeah you yeah you saying it it's like it's in my brain back at you and then it's gone yeah I, it's in my brain and then there's a trap door yeah who's the better you're an amazing dancer well no no no. here's what i would say i would say because i've seen you dance in a club uh for your birthday that you are a dancer that like blends in well i can and i'm can a social dance. dancer i can yes. da- i can dance in the, with the crowd of dancers yes you can dance with a crowd of dancers and like a lady would be like oh wow i'm a dancer and uh I dance after like a minute of trying to dance. I'll dance like a five-year-old. Like <laughs> that's how I dance. It's incredible. He's like a snake. It's like every limb <laughs> turns into a snake when Scott starts dancing. It's really true. It's like it, he can like if I remember this correctly, he can go from an old-timey prospector that's found gold who's been he like he's been in bed for years, and then someone throws a nugget of gold on the bed, and he gets up and he's like the grandpa from Willy Wonka, mm-hmm. and then he's like dancing around, and he sort of looks like a windmill. Because he keeps his he keeps his elbows bent and his knees bent, but they're very stiff. 
but then the joints are very loose. And then you can get very liquidy also. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I, this, yeah, I think you mean incredible, Scott. Well, this did happen on the ship. that, uh, And when I was performing on the ship for Second City, uh, there was a, a number where there we're singing the awkward song. So it's all of us are very awkward individuals. And we have these lines where we talk about how awkward we are. And uh, we're singing. And then we're supposed to break into our own awkward dances at one point. And I know mine was very awkward because of the way I just normally dance. So I'm like, I'll just you know tap into that and that was when Heath Slater came and saw the show on the ship and we interviewed him he was on the past episode but when I talked to him after that because I'd seen him before then he saw me perform and he had said like hey man those dance moves are great man those are those are funny and I told him like don't take those I don't want to see that on the show but uh so even Heath Slater has commented (laughs) on my uh very unusual dancing style but what would your finishing uh, dance maneuver. Now this B. is a maneuver that can knock someone out or finish them off. This would finish off the crowd. Okay, so and this knock is, them off. This is like if we were having a dance competition. And it's like big finish, big finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember my friend Joseph when we were in elementary school did the like the hip hop splits. Uh huh. Where you like he jumped down like James Brown mm-hmm. and like he didn't like his it didn't look like the splits, but it's like one leg goes in front and then you bend your other leg behind you. And he just sort of went down. And he like he just dropped and did it. And I remember it being the coolest thing I ever saw. Our truth does it all the time. Yes. So yes. I remember like the James Brown splits. Always for some reason I thought were the coolest thing on the planet. And I remember at the time I was a little shit about Can it. Can you do them? I don't think so. But I remember being a little sh- like this shit and be like, that's not the real splits. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but I always thought it was so throwing cool. cottage cheese at myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just thought that was really awesome. Oh, uh, anything Brodus Clay does, <laughs> I think he's an amazing dancer. Right. Yes, of course. No, that's terrible. I actually like tensai dancing more than I like Brodus Clay dancing. I think my, my finishing sort of move would be like uh, I'm washing laundry on like an old-timey rickety oh, bucket the, in the, the washboard. washboard. Yeah. Like elbows up and just like knees going down. Like that would be my move. Nice. I like it. Uh, what, what would we call this move? Uh, well, I guess we should do it in tandem. It's like I do my move, you do your move, or vice versa. Yeah. Uh, I'd call it the uh, James Washboards. Ooh, James Washboards? James Washboard. Board. What? James Split Washboards. Dancing where's, maneuvers. Where's James? Finishing them off. Where's James? Throwing cottage cheese at myself. <laughs> I don't know where you're. Dixie Carter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'd call yours. Um, uh, oh, uh, I call yours the washboard flim flam. Washboard flim flam. Then call me. What would mine be? Uh, your 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 angry splits. Yeah. Uh, purist. Not bad. I'll take it. Purist leggings. Oh come on! I already agreed to take it. Okay. Uh, made underscore nine oh nine says, number one, flare. Number two, perfect. Number three. HBK equals – oh, wait. I've, uh, yeah, okay. Sorry. I've, I've read this a little wrong. This is a very unusual one. They didn't have, Flair, they didn't have math Flair classes plus, at theater camp. No, they didn't. I'm <laughs> terrible at math. Flair plus perfect plus HBK equals Ziggler. Seems right? I You tell us. I'm not entirely sure. I assume he's talking about combining all their hair. Nothing with what their maneuvers are. 
Don't you don't want to combine any of those guys there to Ziggler's? You've just cursed him. You cursed him to becoming the next Rogaine spokesperson. No way. Perfect had his hair. Yeah, but like that. Me, uh, Shawn Michaels had great hair in the front in the Widow's Peak <laughs> and in the back, not in the sort of no man's land. If you bleach it that much anyway, you're asking for trouble. Flair bleached his into oblivion. It still well, looks pretty good. What do you good, think Ziggler's can... doing? Oh my God! I thought that was natural. It's in his. It's in his like tape when he like runs his hands through his hair he's like re-bleaching it again and then throwing it out into the crowd like here have some extra bleach gets in aj's eyes she just starts screaming phenom classic 93 says undertaker the curtain jerker for raw two weeks in a row what if him and punk are going to curtain jerk wrestlemania i don't think that's gonna happen i don't happen. think so either i liked the rumor that they're gonna headline no i li- it was a rumor i like it over Cena and Rock? It's a rumor, and I like it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But they're not going to do that. I don't think so either. I, I think I think it's a grabber for the show. I don't I don't necessarily look at they're not. He's not having a match, which I always look at as the curtain jerker. That if it's a segment to start, it's not necessarily like the no. Yeah, the, see, you the want, bad curtain jerker spot. You want the you want the grabber. You yeah, want if people you to want go Undertaker, like, oh, I'm going to watch Stone tonight. Cold to show up at the beginning of Raw. Yeah. and stun someone, and then be like, oh great, and then he has to you know stun that guy's family during the main event. <laughs> stun his family. Yeah, he's got to go across the I-95 <laughs> and then get all the way to their home and then stun each uh, family member in each individual room. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, lock the door. Lock the door. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so Stone Cold knows you're in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna whoop your ass, kid. Um, so uh, another thing we we mentioned, but I think it's like it, didn't they do Undertaker sort of in the midway midpoint of the card? Like you still got Triple H and Brock Lesnar. He showed up at Cena. the end too. Yeah. Like he was there with Kane and all that stuff in the urn. Yeah. So he he uh, he bookended it. There was something very cool about having Undertaker and Kane sort of interact, even. Like having Kane uh, be the their brothers. I know, but I liked it. I'm glad that they did something opposed to just making Undertaker and giving Kane sort of an element of it as well. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. And then uh, you get you get reminded that they sort of when they do interact that they're brothers. That they're brothers, and it is sort of mysterious. And you're like, oh shit. This well, it is helps cool. when Undertaker's on television, so yeah. that that tends to help. That makes a big difference. Other than Kane going like, yeah, I have a brother. He's not around anymore. Oh, not this short guy with the beard. Yeah, no, no, no. We're not related. Ah, come on. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this needs to be mentioned that Rick, we found out about this a little bit ago. We just never had the time for it. Rick Flair recently shot an episode of Celebrity Wife Swap on ABC. Um, and so it's it's Flair's current girlfriend, former WCW personality, Fifth the Maid. I never saw her. I don't know who Fifth the Maid is. Her name is Wendy Barlow. Uh, he swaps with Rowdy Roddy Piper's wife. Silence, ours. Emphasis, ours. What? Silence, emphasis, ours. Yeah, that silence. We just wanted to let it sink in for everybody. Yeah, because that's some crazy shit. This it's is going to be on ABC. I don't think this is going to be – this should be on, like, Showtime or HBO. You think it's going to get that out of hand? With Flair's household, Yes. I, I know so. Do you think David Flair's going to show up? <laughs> oh, I hope so. Yeah, man. And Colt Piper or Colt uh, Colt Tombs. Is that Piper's kid? Yeah, he was a MMA guy there for a little bit. Oh, that's right. So I, I, I can't wait to see this. I think this is going to be some crazy TV. So I'm very excited for that. Um, but I, I'm in my notes here. It just says, uh, it says drum roll. Drum roll. Oh, for the. 
general manager? I assume. I'm, I'm not really sure. So I guess I'll press that button that has a drum roll on it. All right, so you're going to you, – well, we've had it forever. Yeah, just why have we never used this before? The drum roll button? Yeah, I guess I could just press the drum roll button right now. <laughs> You're a new general manager of Curtain Jerks. Ladies and gentlemen, please bring to the microphone your soon-to-be world heavyweight champion at WrestleMania 29, thanks to the help of my good friend, Dutch Mantel, otherwise known as Zeb Coulter, the Dark Jack Swagger. Hi, uh, Jack. Thank you for joining us. I guess, uh, oh, you have in your hands a fistful of, are those ballots? Have you been counting those? Yes, I have. It's a landslide. Is it? It's a landslide. Uh, so who won? Look at right here. I just have a piece of paper That's that right. says drum roll. Just says drum roll. <laughs> so look at this piece of paper right here. Uh, it says... <laughs> oh, very funny, though. It's so cute. Who's got more power now, bitch? I guess, well, as the general manager, apparently it's you, Jack Yeah, Swagger. that's right. I used to be an archivist, and you guys treated me like a bag of shit. Don't throw those pieces of paper on the ground. What? You pick those up, you put them in a waste bin. I, I don't know where the waste Think bin. about the ocean. What? Think about our ocean. Think about the Pacific Ocean. Think about the Pacific Ocean and all the dolphins that swim around in there. You know, recently they... And the sperm whales. Good God. Gotta think about the sperm whales. I try not to. Think about the sperm whales and what you're doing to them if you put that, all right, that okay. paper. Thank you for picking those. Now put those in the waste bin. I... Put those in the waste bin. Run the tight ship here. Ship Uh, Jack. Ship Jack. Congratulations. We're, we'd like to welcome you back as our general manager of Curtain Jerks. What is your first order of business? First order of business is I'm going to be interviewing all new prospects for, for positions here at Curtain Jerks. We're going to need a new archivist. We're going to need a new receptionist. We're going to need all kinds of new spots filled. All so right. I'm, I'm talking to a lot of people. Don't jump down my dick just quite yet, all right? I won't jump down your member just yet. But are we going to get to hear any of these uh, uh, interviews I'm going to have a new segment. Yeah? There's going to be a new segment next week. You know what next week is, right? What? Next week is episode 104. That means it's a two-year jerkiversary. The two-year what? Two-year jerkiversary. <laughs> I'm sorry. It sounded like you said two-year jerkiversary. Two-year jerkiversary. See, everybody would call it an anniversary, but I call it a jerkiversary. I gotcha. I like that. Because it's, well, it's actually what you t you coined the term previously. I did? Jerkiversary? Yeah, you you, 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 you termed it previously, but, you know, I'm just running with it. No, I'm taking this ball that you you found, and I'll, I'll run with it. I'll run down that field and score a touchdown. Well, so then what's this new segment for the two-year jerkiversary? Next week, uh, it's been fan-requested. It's, it's, a, it's a fan requested segment. It's going to be uh, Ask Macho. What? Ask Macho. Who's Camacho? No, 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 not Camacho. He's a wrestler in the WWE. That's uh, Camacho and Julico, and you got your uh, Rey Mysterio, and you got your Alberto Lorio, who's not going to be the champion once I get done with him. No, sir. I'm going to take his worth everywhere slip you slip away. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? It's worth everywhere slip you slip. Sounds like you're going to take his world sleep away away. It's worth sleep away slip you slip. Well, I, good luck to you. I'm Good luck to me. I got the seal step, bro. No, I know you do. You can't stop me. You're an all Can't American. stop till you get enough. You can't. Can't stop till you get enough. Swagger! <laughs> Jack? Are you I'm going to moonwalk some. No, Jack! I'm going to moonwalk. Jack, come back here. Moon, moon, moon. 
Jack, Jack. Yeah. We're honored to tight have ship. We're running the tight a ship very here now. Tight ship, yes. Jack Swagger being your curtain jerk GM. So ask Macho. The ask ma- Macho Man? Yeah. Ask Macho Man. You're going to ask Macho Man a question if you want to send it on Twitter. And if you you're want to answer them? No, I'm not going to answer them. You, you know what? Sometimes you're a bit of a nincompoop. I guess I suppose I Sometimes am. you're a bit of Why a nincompoop. Why would Jack Swagger answer tweets to Macho Man? I'm not going to do that. It's yeah. a new segment that is being regimented by your new general manager, Can Jack I make Swagger. a request? I would like to maybe hear audio tapes of these interviews you have with our new employees for the new position. You want to hear audio tapes of my interviews? Do you think we could do that once or twice? Maybe well, as just, they come in? It's against conduct, but okay. Okay. I mean, it's against all their, like, rights and privileges as people and, you know, social orders. Jack, Jack, but okay, I'm all right Jack, with you're it. in charge now. Yeah, I'm in charge. Yeah, you are. I feel like all those things that wants to happen. This will be a new dark age for curtain jerks. Yeah, but light and funny, it is a comedy podcast. Light and funny, it is a comedy podcast. Yeah, it's a comedy podcast. So, uh, yeah, so you guys can expect some good old things from old Jack Swagger. I look forward to it. Sure thing, see tears. You're not sick. Oh, come on. Scrotum. Oh, come on. Steve Scrotum. See you later. High five. High five. High five. 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 You're just saying high five. High five. Please high five. High five. All right. High five. High five. High five. High five. High five. Wow. It's like who could bow lower? I I don't know who could bow lower between you two. I assume him because he's more athletic. Yes, that's true. Ask Macho. That's going to be a hell of a segment, huh? That's a great segment. All right. Uh, uh, So I'm excited. Next week. Two-year jerkiversary. It's happening. Who knows what'll happen on that show? And the on uh, oncoming onslaught of the freight train known as Marinathon is barreling down on us, Scott. We'll have to prepare ourselves. That I, will be coming soon. Uh, yeah, well, the the sad part is I have Marine 1 and 2. I don't have 3, and I sure as fuck don't want to pay for it. Well, I'll take care of that for you. I don't want it to dirty up your internet. No, uh, the internet's already filthy. I just <laughs> like to get down in there and wrestle it like a pig. You just blew a. Uh, you just blew a, a little. I just uh, blew a little thing at you. Yeah, you did. There's a little uh, like feather that's floating yeah, in the air. That's and you blew goose it at me. down, bro. <laughs> that's goose down, bro. From our uh, Papa song here at the comedy. Uh, what are we called? Comedy Podcast Network Funhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, oh no, there's Sting again. Oh jeez. Hey guys! Oh wait, hold on a second. Let me just. Let me just say one more thing, all no, right? What? Congratulations we gotta wrap up the show. to Team TNA. <laughs> no. Congratulations no. to Team TNA. But I want to tell you guys something, brother. Look, when a, when there's a match, uh, when there's a match, no, a great match in all a right. long time and there's a good match, sometimes fellas just got to party. And I just want to sincerely apologize to Jeff Hardy <laughs> that we took off like that. Because, you know, Team TNA is a team. It's a team, you know what I mean? It's a team. It is, and you you weren't there for the entire team of uh, TNA. Excuse me, Scott. Excuse me. I just came back for some more cake. <laughs> I do to take more cake. Both hands this time. Oh, you double-fisted. Get out of <laughs> here. I'll see you later, guys. All right, so that wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks. I'm Scott Narver. And I am Steve Sears. We'll see you next week for the two-year jerkiversary. Jerk God, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and Looking interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, 
You look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedypodcastnetwork.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to it. huge yes yeah, huge fantastic. it makes us a global phenomenon you have received this transmission from the comedy podcast network for more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.